Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Planning Pink podcast. My name is Maddie. If you're new, I am the host. And today we are going to have another episode in our travel agent series. So if you're not looking to become a travel agent, you don't have any interest or you aren't a travel agent, you can skip this episode. I hope that you don't because you might learn something cool. But today's episode is going to be basically like a step-by-step guide on how to become a travel agent and how to become a successful travel agent. So I have definitely made similar podcasts episode in the past, but today we are going to dive in. This is going to be like your one-stop shop for right now, you know, until the series continues. Um, So let's get started. Let's get started with the first thing. First things first. You have to do your research on what agency is going to fit you. And it kind of seems daunting because there's like hundreds and hundreds of agencies that you can choose from. And it's honestly really hard narrowing (laughs) them down. Um, A great tool would be TikTok, kind of search Disney travel agent or something like that in the TikTok bar see um, what people are posting. Definitely, definitely read reviews about the agency. Um, Feel free to, if you find like an agency that you want to apply to or you have applied to, um, maybe reach out to someone on social media who works for that agency. You could find someone on Instagram or TikTok that has that agency in their bio. Reach out to them and kind of say, how do you like working for them? What are the pros and the cons? And and all the things like that. So finding the perfect agency um, is the first step. So full transparency, I applied to a lot of different agencies. Um, and the first agency I interviewed with, um, I'm really glad I didn't go with them. Uh, but you should be required to do a phone interview with an agency and they will ask you questions. I honestly can't even remember my interview questions. I think they have to do something along the lines of like, how often do you do you travel to Disney? How often do you travel in general? How many trips have you booked for family and friends? And things like that. And they get a feel for you. Um, and then they might offer you something on the spot, but it's totally completely normal for them to say, thank you so much. We will be in contact through email and kind of email you an offer or email you saying, we're sorry, we are going a different way. That did happen to me. The first agency I talked to, we got along really well. It was me and the owner chatting and she was like, oh my gosh, Maddie, like you would be a perfect fit. She just kept saying all these things. And she's like, we will be in touch with email. I said, great. I was so excited. And I got an email saying, sorry, you weren't exactly what we were looking for. I was like, what? You literally told me I was. But so don't don't get discouraged if something or some agency says no. They're saying no for a reason. It is divine intervention coming at you and you will find the perfect one. I think the sign of a trustworthy agency is they're going to want to do that phone interview with you. The more questions that they ask, the better. And also, you have to come in with questions as well. So you could ask about commission splits. You could ask about their assistance. Like, do they, what what other training besides the Disney College of Knowledge will they be offering you? Do they have a workplace where you can connect with other agents and ask questions? Um... 
What logins do they provide for you? What are the yearly or monthly fees? Now, come on, we got to look out for those red flags with the fees, people. People are being scammed um, with fees and it's just, it's just really upsetting. Um, so if you're listening to this and you apply to an agency and they tell you the fees and you think it's a little suspicious, please, please, please like reach out to me in my DMs and say, hey, they're charging, you know, X amount. Is that normal? Is that weird? Obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know any like legal stuff. And so it is solely my opinion. But I literally will tell you, hey, that looks a little suspicious. Um, also, beware of MLM travel agencies. Uh, there are a few. And uh, if it looks like an MLM, it is an MLM. So please don't join <laughs> those travel agencies. Um, because people haven't had the best experience with them. But I mean, it is your choice. But my recommendation from the people that I know who were in, in MLM, excuse me, um, they didn't have the best experience. So step number two, which should kind of technically be <laughs> step number one, is ask yourself the question, am I ready to commit? It all seems super fun and super good and well. But being a travel agent takes a lot of commitment. So we all have our full-time jobs or maybe you stay at home and that is wonderful. You might be the perfect travel agent. But a lot of people have those second jobs that they need to have um, for the time being. And it is a lot of work when you get home from your job, your nine to five or whatever you work. If you're a stay-at-home mom or dad or parent or whatever, it is a job on top of taking care of a child, and that is probably the hardest job. <laughs> um, so ask yourself, am I ready to commit? Do do I want to give up some evening time? Do I want to, this kind of goes into another point, Do am I able to wake up early to make dining reservations for clients? Um, am I ready to respond to a ton of emails? Am I ready to keep up with a calendar? Am I ready for the hours of training that are required? These are all important questions that you have to ask yourself. You don't just get the go ahead, book as many Disney trips as you want. You're free to go the second you're hired. You have to pass the Disney College of Knowledge and some agencies have way more training than that as well. So ask yourself, am I ready for that? Do I have the time for that? Can I do that? And if it's a yes, you know, travel agent work might be a good fit for you. Another thing that I know a lot of people struggle with is kind of the question of, am I ready to have phone calls? Am I ready to have a professional phone call? So I find the best thing that works for me is having a one-on-one -on -one phone call with a client. When I started telling clients, hey, I don't work solely through email anymore. I would love to have a one-on-one -on -one phone call with you so I can know your trip needs. Here's my Calendly link. Please pick a date and a time that works for you and I will give you a call. And chances are the people that are going to call you are people that are very serious about wanting to travel because let me tell you guys something. You will spend hours you will spend most of your time quoting trips for people that will ghost you, people that won't go and travel, people that will say, 
I can find it cheaper. Okay, where? Because I'm literally pulling it off the Disney site, but okay. That is going to take up a lot of your time. So if you can spend a lot of time weeding that out, the whole like hours and hours and hours and hours of emails and quotes, that is really, really helpful. So kind of establishing, hey, I work through a one-on-one phone call just this one time, and then we can work through email, text, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, So I can really establish your needs, and that way you can hop on a call with them. You can sound professional. So I recommend having a little script. Obviously, don't sound like you're reading off of a script, but have a few bullet points in front of you so you touch on every single one of them. You greet them by name. You say, hi, um, Mary, this is Maddie with Access Travel Group. I'm giving you a call because, you know, we scheduled a call at this time to talk about your trip to Walt Disney World. That's so amazing. When is the last time you were at Walt Disney World? Are you celebrating something special? How many kids? Have your kids ever been? Things like that. Just show interest and it helps you to plan a better trip. So ask yourself, can I be professional? Am I ready for those one-on-one phone calls? Okay, this is another huge one. If you are going to be a travel agent, you must, 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 must have social media. And yes, you can have an Instagram and a Facebook. I will say those are hard. Those are hard to get followers. Those are hard to keep up with. The biggest key to my success is TikTok. Start that TikTok. Start that now. And let me give you a couple pieces of advice. Now, I am no TikTok star. I have like 4,000 something followers. Uh, But I've learned the algorithm, I think. (laughs) I think. Um, Sometimes your views will flop and that's just normal. You will get stuck at like 200 something and you won't get past that and you'll get really discouraged. But let's talk about TikTok. Start that. Something really important to know know what you are and you aren't allowed to post. Disney has specific rules. Don't be stealing any pictures from Disney. Don't release information that Disney has told you not to release yet. Don't do any of that. Know the rules of what you are allowed to post and then post. Um, TikTok. Okay. So everybody's videos do different and it's so hard to judge, but For me, um, posting at least once a day or twice, once to three times a day, but never, ever, ever, ever post back to back. You will get flagged as a bot immediately. So you're going to want to make your video and then wait, I would say an hour and 45 minutes, two hours plus to post your second one. Um, Make funny content or engaging content or post a controversial opinion because people will be in your comments and comments is interaction and that, you know, puts your video up further and it's really hard. So, so look up some other travel agents, kind of see what they're doing. Obviously, do not copy someone's work verbatim, but kind of be inspired and create your own twist on that. But my biggest piece of advice is getting those TikToks up there. Some people really have success with hashtags and some people stay away from hashtags. It just works differently for every account. Um, Like I said, I'm definitely not a TikTok star. I have 4,000 followers and there are many, many people with a lot more. Um, But 
I will say basically all of my clients are from TikTok, unless you're my family or a family friend. Um, that is how I get all my clients, TikTok. Instagram is a little bit hard because people are kind of only scrolling really their feed of their friends and it's hard to get followers on there. So get on that TikTok, make your bio really cute and interesting. Um, know that you can't go live until you have a thousand followers. Um, and there's some different rules and stuff, but get on that TikTok. And once you're on that TikTok, you're going to want to, I keep saying that TikTok, okay? I'm 24. I'm not that old. <laughs> once you are, are on TikTok, um, you're going to want to focus on your niche. So that's not to say you can only post about Disney and you can never post anything outside of Disney, but kind of make like your niche the most prominent thing. I post silly goofy videos sometimes, but the majority of my posts are about Disney. Um, it's okay to switch if you want to like switch to Virgin Voyages or Universal or whatever. Um, make your niche. So your niche could be travel. Focus on your niche, hone in on that, show that in your profile picture, show that in your bio, and just really focus on that. Use those hashtags with your niche um, and keep it up. So start, you know, start posting one to three times a day and it's going to be really tricky at the beginning and it still is tricky now to keep up with it. But once you hone in and you focus, the followers and the traction will come. Another important thing, you get limited characters in your bio, so make sure you provide a way for someone to contact you. If they want to book a trip with you, have that in your um, bio, like how to book a trip, or if you don't have enough, I think you have to have a certain amount of followers to have like a link in your bio. Um, so if you don't have that, I could be wrong though, but if you don't have that, Put on every single video in the caption. You can contact me at maddie at com if you want to book a trip. Um, so let people know where they can reach you and where they can find you. Sometimes I forget to do that. And hello, that's the biggest thing. Like, how is someone going to book a trip with you if you don't tell them where? My next thing is get involved in your agency. So my agency and my past agency has this really cool app called Workplace. And it's basically Facebook, but for... Uh, work and get involved in there. Go to social hours if they have them on Zoom or interact or reach out to people. Just get involved. It's really important to have a good support system around you and supporting you and you can ask questions there. You can research questions that you have. Um, it's really important to be a helpful and kind community. So really get involved, dive deep and if they have meetups, you know, try to go. Obviously, you can't always make that work, but it's important. You want to meet these people. You want to build relationships and form friendships and you guys can help each other. And it's always nice to have more friends. Okay. My final ish tip is something that I really, really, really struggle with, but it's do not allow your personal feelings to get involved. And I really struggle with this one because I will be quoting and I will be so involved and if they're not having a good time I feel like a failure if they if I can't find anything in their budget and I find something $200 over the budget I feel like a failure and I'm hard on myself and I'm like oh they're gonna judge me and they're gonna think I'm a bad travel agent because I can't do this and I can't do that and ugh. but 
those are all personal feelings. If you're booking their trip, if you're doing your job, if you're kind, be sweet, be compassionate. Um, that's all you can do. Don't let your personal feelings get involved. If they don't have a good time, that's not because of you. That's because, you know, there was crowds or some people don't like Disney or it's too hot. Everybody has their opinion. So know that it's not personal. It's not because of you. If you do your job, that's all you can do. And kind of in that same vein, if you mess up, everybody messes up. I promise you. Maybe your client isn't as understanding as you would like, but they've messed up too. They are not perfect. You mess up. So as long as you're trying your best and everybody has accidents, please don't beat yourself up. Um, contact your agency if you really need help, if there's a big emergency, and um, just just be kind to yourself. Another thing you're going to want to do, I know I said that was my last tip, <laughs> Um, make sure you know what travel insurance your agency prefers to use and always offer that to your trips. You do get a small commission on travel insurance, but it's super, 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 super important because there are a lot of times unexpected things happen. Let me tell you guys, I had um, three different families going on the same cruise. They're They're all the same family, but they are like older siblings and they all have their own kids and it was grandma and grandpa. Okay, so it was three weeks before they're getting on their cruise and um, the dad of one of the family members uh, was in this horrible accident. He um, was ran over by a truck and it's traumatic. It's horrible. Of course, the last thing that they were thinking about was, am I going to be able to go on this cruise? Um, and so the time came around and they did not have travel insurance. By the grace of God, he was able to get his wheelchair and he was able to go on the cruise. But that could have been really bad. They could have missed out on thousands of dollars and they didn't get travel insurance. And so if they paid like the $140 or whatever for travel insurance, it kind of took a weight off their back. Like, okay, if we couldn't get on this cruise, we're not going to be out thousands of dollars. So always offer travel insurance, establish that with your agency. Hey, which one are we primarily working through or which one is everybody's favorite? Oh my gosh, I always do this. Okay, this is my... <laughs> This is my last tip. Okay, this is important. Once you get started, create email templates. So create an email template for a thank you for reaching out to me. Let's hop on a call. Um, insert, ins insert their name so it doesn't seem so robotic and transactional. Um, create an email template for Genie Plus. Create an email template explaining Disney Dining, create templates so it's easier for you. Hey, I'm just going to click this template. I'm going to throw in their names. Have a magical day, Maddie. Um, something like that, you know. Create those templates. Those help a lot. So just to reestablish everything and kind of wrap everything up in a nice bow, um, ask yourself, are you ready to commit? Are you ready for the calendar and the training and the emails and the waking up early. Are you ready for the phone calls? Can you do that? Okay. Can I find the right agency? I'm going to do my research and look up agency reviews and I'm going to apply and do a couple of phone interviews. Okay. I got the form saying, hey, you're accepted. Here's our fees. Okay. Are these fees suspicious? Does it seem like a good amount? What is covered in these fees? That is important to know. If you have any questions, like I said, reach out to me read your contracts. Look at the contracts, read them. Okay, 
can I, I'm going to start my training. How much time am I going to devote to my training? How many hours in the evening am I going to devote to this? Okay, I'm going to make email templates. Okay, I'm going to start my TikTok. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start my Instagram. I'm going to post two to three times a day on TikTok. I'm going to find my niche. I'm going to put in my bio how to contact me. And then I'm going to not let my personal feelings get too involved. I'm not going to let me get hurt by a client that didn't have the most wonderful time. If I did all I could do, that's it. I can't control the sun. I can't control the crowds. I just booked you. I gave you all the resources I had and I set you free. No matter what, you will get paid if someone travels. You're going to get that commission. That's not the most important thing, though. Of course, establishing client relationships is important. But don't beat yourself up too much. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes up. I do daily. Um, Get involved in your agency. Connect with other agents. Be kind. Be courteous. Be helpful. Um, And yeah, that's that's my biggest tips. It's kind of my step-by-step guide to being a successful travel agent um and just know (laughs) when you start your inbox is not going to be flooded it's going to take a lot of work to get even your first client please do not get discouraged it's gonna be okay It, it takes a lot of time so it's okay you're not failing if you don't have a flooded inbox even if you don't have one email after a week or two it takes time to establish yourself post those tiktoks that's my biggest piece of advice um anyway Thank you so much for listening to the Planning Pink podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Planning Pink Pod or on TikTok at Maddie Does Disney. Maddie's M A D I Does Disney. You can also reach me personally on my email. It's Maddie, M A D I, at accesstravelgroup.com. If you have questions or if you are a potential client hoping to book a trip with me, I'd love to help you out. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys next week.